0: Do you want to get sushi after this? Fuck yeah, I do. God damn! Oh my god, I'm so excited. I hope Lee's down. Uh, I'm sure he will be. Oh my god, neither of you guys are going to eat sushi if we go. No, I'll get a fucking veggie roll and pretend it's sushi. Well, I'm excited then. Me too. Fuck yeah. Welcome to episode 23, everybody. Yeah, episode 23 of I Said Goddamn, Woo! podcast where your hosts talk mad shit about murder. (laughs) About shit. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say about victims, but that's not true, and that's rude. That is rude. (laughs) No, we talk mad shit about murderers. There you go. That's that's the word I was looking for. (laughs) This old pregnancy brain of mine. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You got a goddamn for me? I sure enough do. My goddamn. I technically have two. Oh, shit. Because they're both real short. Who's an overachiever now? I was just going to say, I'm an (laughs) overachiever. That was really weird. I stumbled over that Over word. and over and <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my goddamn is that this week I found out that I'm having a little boy. <gasps> what? 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 You're a boy what? mom. I know. I'm surrounded. Yeah. Does that mean that you're going to have another one to have a little girl? Oh, man. I'm going to think about it for a couple years. (laughs) (laughs) Solid choice. Because, like, what if I have another boy? (laughs) Yeah. Then you'll just be fucking surrounded in testosterone. Exactly. Even more so than you already are. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. I have thought about it, and I'm like, okay, my kid is a boy. My husband is a boy. What? Both of my dogs (laughs) are boys, and both of my cats are boys. I was like, I need a little girl in my life. (laughs) Seriously. I know. I really want a little girl we'll see i don't know if i'll do pregnancy or adoption or what but i'll figure it out i got some time i got this one to be excited about yeah and then my second goddamn is is while i was showering to come over here i got fucking soap in my eye (gasps) and it burned like a motherfucker (laughs) that hasn't happened in so long exactly i felt (laughs) like i was like 10 again and now my eyes all red like i got pink eye so i don't have pink eye i just got soap eye fucking right (laughs) Likely story. Give me your pillow, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to rub my face all over it. All right. What's your goddamn errand? Well, my goddamn is going to bring you down a little bit more. Oh, no. But my husband's grandmother died. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's so sad. She was such a fun lady. She was so much fun. And actually, she really was into like murder books and stuff, too. And so we used to trade books and all oh, that kind of stuff. Awesome. So she probably would have loved our podcast, probably minus all the cussing and gross stuff. But... Yeah, and where we're not ladies. Yeah, but also I don't know because one year for Christmas we bought her um, the book Nature's oh, yeah. Harvest
1: <laughs> with your you juice book, know,
0: <laughs> thick jizzy. You should look into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she thought it was funny. I that, thought it was hilarious. That is awesome. Yeah. Any grandma who can handle getting a jizz cookbook yeah is a great grandma in my book yeah i read through some of the recipes it almost made me throw up <laughs> oh god i bet it was good but can you give us an example like a sample um yeah there was one that was a cocktail <laughs> oh <laughs> ah fun intended and it was like literally just a cocktail but then you drizzled it over the top no <laughs> yeah. the jizz yeah and it would it like looked because they had pictures oh my god and it stop looked it. like like a little like you know, in a cafe or coffee where the foam makes like a design, yeah. <laughs> it was like a little squiggle line. <laughs> All I'm thinking of is like, you know how like orange juice has pulp. Oh, <laughs> oh you are. It's I feel so like gross. as soon as jizz hits coffee, it would turn into like the pulp of coffee. It would like separate. Yeah. Oh no, it was like a cocktail. It wasn't a hot drink. Yeah, but it's still, I'm thinking <laughs> coffee. Yeah, they. Um, I don't remember the other ones, but they had like food recipes and stuff too. Oh And my she's gosh. like, "Where am I going to get this stuff?" And I was like, "You're going to have to." I don't know work for it grandma (laughs) where am I gonna get the ingredients yeah (laughs) I'm sure you'll find a donor (laughs) oh my gosh I'm sure in not too far distant future time frame there's gonna be like food grade jizz donors oh for sure (laughs) they only eat like a vegan diet or something or like always healthy this donor ate only pineapples (laughs) (laughs) oh that'll go Mm, perfect for my pineapple upside down cake (laughs) oh my god (laughs) no and this is how like the fucking human race gets wiped off the planet <laughs> yeah is is it on account of their not being made into babies <laughs> that and and the fact that probably everybody who would donate that would have fucking like aids or some sort of std and then we all oh. die because natural selection yeah that's true although i probably wouldn't be eating it it's not my preferred natural flavor. selection so you'll live (laughs) that's true thank you but who's to say your your spawn won't (laughs) oh man (laughs) i need to carry on my lineage (laughs) son you stay away from that jizz cake (laughs) no you don't know where that jizz came from oh my god anyway on that note that was a very sad thing in our life and yeah we'll be going to arizona for a her memorial, which yeah. I vowed to never go back to that town, but <laughs> I have to, because <laughs> every her. time you go there, your baby gets like deathly ill. Yeah, I know. He ends up in the ER, and he's coming with us. So that's sad. Hopefully, he makes it out and everything, and it'll be nice to see everybody and all that. Go celebrate her life. Exactly. It's a celebration of life. ah, it's not a funeral. That's right. Yeah. So well, that's sad. Goddamn. God. Goddamn. <laughs> On that lovely note, Mm -hmm. you want to talk about murder? I am going to talk about murder. All right, give it to me, Erin. Well, actually. What? Mine's more of a mystery than a murder. Ooh, we haven't had one of those in a hot minute. I know. I was like, I got to get back to my roots. Yes. (laughs) I mean, there's murder involved. (laughs) Probably. But it's mostly mystery because you're going to be like, what? And then I'm going to be like, right. And then you're going to be like. Mostly mystery. Crazy. (laughs) Mostly. (laughs) Mills. Yes. tell me a mostly mystery story mine is i am sorry and also it's another child warning god damn i know okay after this we need one break one episode of no children uh there will at least be more because i i don't (laughs) i don't plan to do any more children after this one okay at least for a really long time okay now watch i'm gonna pick one with a child i know right and on I'm going to be like, fuck it. I mean, I guess it's a plus side. On the plus side, this one happened in 1922. Okay, so it's like it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, yeah. It happened a really long time ago, so you can kind of distance yourself Alrighty. from it. But it was like, there's a lot of fuckery going on in this All one. So right. I was like, I got to cover this. Okay. Okay, so this is April 1922. There was a little girl named Pauline, and she was two years old, and she lived on a farm in Brittany, France. With her family, obviously. She wasn't like the proprietor (laughs) of this farm. She's like, God damn, this is a tough life. I wake up early, (laughs) milk the cows. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what kind of farm it was, unfortunately. (laughs) But she was outside playing on the farm. She had siblings, but I don't know if she was playing with them or what. Just alone. Yeah. Her mom, kind of similar to the last story, the mom calls her in for dinner Uh and she doesn't get a response. Uh So she goes looking for her and she can't find her the family goes out and looks for her all over this farm they can't find her so they call the police the police come along with like half the town because they hear that this little two-year-old girl is missing and they're all searching for her they searched around the family farm like extensively enough that a priest said if someone would have lost a wallet on that farm we would have found it so like they were fucking combing this place all over the place yeah pauline wasn't found and there was no evidence that anything had happened or like you know she evidence leading to yeah yeah to what where she might have gone the townsfolk people theorized that maybe a boar attacked her or gypsies took her uh <laughs> yeah 1922 that's true a boar you would like there would be like blood right? I would think yeah that you would have I'm using my game of throne knowledge uh-huh. that's how uh Baratheon died <laughs> exactly <it? laughs> yeah there exactly. was a lot of blood <laughs> Spoiler. and that was a historical event <laughs> that actually took place oh well there you go no I'm kidding <laughs> oh, I was like oh I didn't know it was based on true events were there also dragons <laughs> Oh shit! Wish it's I was gonna, born it's at that be time. Interesting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I haven't finished my energy drink yet. Yeah, you need to get on that. I know. Is it neon? Yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 Have you ever poured one of these things into a glass? Yeah, no, do Is bright. Yeah. Okay. So then, on May eighth, which was about three weeks later, police find a little girl that was matching Pauline's description wandering alone around the town of Cherbourg. I don't know how to say it. Oh, crushed it. Sorry, everyone in France. Cherbourg. <laughs> Ellie is cringing right now on her <laughs> ride into Paris. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. <laughs> fun fact, I'm part French. Doesn't mean <laughs> I can speak it. <laughs> also, fun fact, my maiden name was French. And I was like, how come no one can ever say this right? <laughs> and then you're like, "Cherbourg." And now I'm like, "Cherbourg." <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's wrong. <laughs> anyway. The town was two hundred miles away. Uh-huh. that's fucking far. That is far, especially in nineteen twenties. Yeah, and a two-year-old little girl, and she's yeah. wandering around the town alone. Fucking gypsies travel quickly, though. They're called travelers. Oh, that's true. <laughs> if that was uh the case, yes. So they show Pauline's parents the picture of the little girl, and they're like, "Holy shit! It's a goddamn half Christmas miracle. That's her." <laughs> It's not fucking December yet. <laughs> it's not a Christmas miracle. It's May, so it's not even a half Christmas miracle. But it's close. It's like, fucking a quarter Christmas yeah. I feel like you could have a Christmas miracle in November, though. So yeah, you can have a true. half Christmas miracle in May. I agree. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we straightened that out. So... The parents travel to go get her, and after spending two hours with her, they realize that she's not acting like she recognizes them. Really? Yeah, but they chalk it up to, like, well, she just went through some shit because she's been gone for three weeks. Yeah. And I mean, maybe some amnesia or something like that. Yeah, or maybe she's just nervous. She's two. Yeah, that's so little. Yeah, exactly. And so they bring her home when they get home the other siblings and the neighbors and stuff were like hell yeah that's her like you found her congratulations on my family being back (laughs) yeah good job police you Uh nailed it and so nobody was really looking into how pauline had gotten 200 miles away or like what happened to her maybe yeah but they were like happy that she was back so i'm just like Well, I guess let it go. I don't know. Different times, man. Uh, seriously. And. Because she didn't walk that. No, you can't. I mean, I don't know how. My two-year-old can't even walk to his bedroom at night. (laughs) Because he's so tired and mom has to carry him. (laughs) (laughs) So in the beginning of this little family's reunion, Pauline was acting nervous and shy and she wasn't really talking. And she wasn't acting like she recognized the farm or anything like that. Huh. But like I said, the parents were just kind of like, "It's fine. Yeah, her memories she... will come back." So a couple of weeks pass, and Pauline starts to come out of her shell, and she's acting more like she recognizes them. Uh huh. But also, like after spending a couple of weeks with the person, you get comfortable with them. That's so, true. Yeah, that could go either way. I and think. when you're two, you're like, "I live here now." Yeah, this exactly. Is my life. You're pretty adaptable, I would think. Yeah. But the parents were becoming skeptical that this was their daughter because. She wasn't speaking in the Breton dialect that they used at home. She was speaking in another dialect. How do they know, though? Because my two-year-old speaks, but, like, barely. I mean, my kid says, like, water. But if all of a sudden (laughs) he was like, agua. (laughs) That's a (laughs) different language, a different dialect. But if he was like, water, I'd be like, oh, that's not... That's different. (laughs) I guess. That's true. I do notice when my kid goes into full British accent. (laughs) Oh, British kid. (laughs) (laughs) Which he only says two things. That's, hello, governor. (laughs) And then he also says, I like chocolate. (laughs) So during this time when she was at home, a man named Yves Martin Mm -hmm. came to the family's farm and asked if the little girl that was returned was their daughter. And the parents were like, yes. Was this just some random guy? Yep uh excuse me i heard about your daughter is it really your daughter yeah and they were like yeah and he was like he shouted god is fair i am guilty and then he left like real what quick. the fuck yeah okay so was he a gypsy you know it didn't specify <laughs> <laughs> so then the next day he was committed to an asylum and was so distraught and like messed up who in- the guy yeah oh uh that he couldn't be questioned by police what the fuck And so then on May 26th, this is a month after Pauline was returned home, Uh a cyclist found a body half a mile from the Picard home. Uh Uh-oh. It was the body of a little girl. Uh It was missing its hands, feet, (gasps) and head. No. So it was a torso. Yeah. (laughs) like And and legs, I guess, and arms. But the clothes that Pauline had been wearing when she disappeared were neatly folded next (gasps) to this body oh my god and a fully grown man's head was next to it i'm sorry just his head what yeah what yeah what yeah a fully grown man's head that looked like it had been eaten a little bit by foxes uh what yeah what the fuck right that's really fucking weird yeah so okay it was also in an area that had been extensively searched by the town <gasps> and the police i was gonna say half a mile yeah i feel like they would have covered that in their search yeah of the farm they did so it must have been put there after they searched Mm-hmm. okay so obviously there's some fuckery afoot yes <laughs> and some fuckery indeed oh yes so they call homicide detectives or whatever they're called at the time, but like yeah. the fucking detectives, not the police. Yeah. Because like some shit Dick went Tracy home. arrives. Yeah. <laughs> they were different than the police, so it took them three days to get to this town. No. And the townsfolk and I'm sure the family, but at least the townsfolk, they took turns watching over the body until the Aww. detectives arrived to make sure that like Nobody fucks with this crime scene. That's now, really right? nice, as long as not one of them fucks with the crime scene, right? Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I thought too. Like, but who can you trust? Yeah. So now we have a little girl who may or may not be, but probably isn't, Pauline. That's been living with the. How did you make that up?
1: She must yeah. have really
0: looked like her. They said that it looked like her, but it looked like an underweight version of her. But also, it had been three weeks, so maybe she lost some weight during that time. Oh my gosh! They took someone else's kid but she was wandering around alone and nobody was saying like hey i'm missing my kid what the fuck yeah so we have that little girl we have a dead little girl who is probably pauline but can't be identified because she of the not a head yeah the <laughs> missing head and hands like and feet the most identifying parts of a body Ugh. and it was 1922 so you didn't have like yeah dna and stuff yeah Oh my God. And you have a random dude's head that's been partially eaten by foxes, so you can't identify him either. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. So police obviously reopened the whole Pauline case. Yeah. They're like, let's talk to this guy in this institute. Right. They determined that the body was most likely that of Pauline, but they couldn't tell the cause of death. They finally decide that what most likely happened is that she wandered off and froze to death. (gasps) No, because she's missing her head and her hands and her feet. She's missing her head and her hands and her feet, and there's a fucking man's head next to her. Yeah, she didn't wander off and freeze to death. And they searched. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's stupid. Exactly. The reasoning that they gave for her not having a head or hands or feet was that animals may have eaten them. No. But most animals wouldn't go for your head over your torso. No. Like, they'd go for the belly. That's what... Well, and they would leave your head attached. Well, yeah, it would be, like, nearby or something. Yeah. Just, like eaten off away for a minute yeah so that's kind of shady yeah the picard family decided that the little girl that was living with them wasn't pauline because she spoke in a different dialect she didn't recognize them she was just kind of being like a sweet toddler like oh that's so sad yeah she also appeared to be younger than pauline and they figured finding her 200 miles away was kind of too far-fetched to be (sighs) real (laughs) yeah yeah They named her Mary Louise Pauline and sent her back to that town that I can't pronounce Uh where she lived with nuns in an orphanage. Oh, my gosh. Why didn't they just keep her then if no one else was going to take her? That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Like, I mean, if your daughter is dead, that's really, really sad and everything. But also, you can name this one Mary Louise like you did and then just give her a home. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's too, like, soon, too close to home. Maybe they're like, I mean, but then we can just, like, sit on the couch. Yeah, right? And then we don't have a toddler anymore. That's so sad. It is really sad. But she died in 1924, which was just two years later, of a measles epidemic. Oh, no. Get your fucking kids vaccinated. (laughs) I realize it's a public service announcement. Yeah, PSA. (laughs) I realize this was in the 20s and they didn't have a vaccine, but like, you know. Yeah, but we don't need to bring that shit back. No, 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 no. So there are a lot of theories. As to what happened to Pauline, and most of the townsfolk don't believe that she was frozen to death or eaten by animals. Yeah, because they've got, like, half a brain. Yeah, exactly. they <laughs> can you some logic. Because <laughs> they thought about it for a minute. Yeah. So, the guy that came and shouted at them about being guilty, yeah. Yves Martin, he was looked into, and police determined that he hadn't killed her. What? He had suffered from a brain injury shortly before showing up at the Picards' home. Okay. and so they're like oh he's just crazy crazy now no but he like went there specifically asking and then was like praise god she's alive yeah whatever he said god is fair i'm guilty yeah but in french so it might translate differently yeah but still like maybe he's like wait a minute i killed her is that her and then he's like holy shit that's what i'm thinking too like that's a it's a goddamn miracle and then he had a nervous breakdown exactly like god is fair because she shouldn't have died i'm guilty and then he like freaks the fuck out yeah also having a brain injury doesn't say that you can't kill someone yeah exactly one that you can't kill someone or two that he didn't have the brain injury and then just got it after yeah the killing yeah because it was weeks before yeah I don't know. so there was also an umbrella salesman who apparently worked for the family mm-hmm. which i find odd because why would an umbrella salesman work for a family that owned a farm what did he do for the family i don't know just sell umbrellas for on their behalf i don't know that's <laughs> all i said was he was an umbrella salesman and i was like you can't grow umbrellas maybe like where, they like use the animal hide maybe if they, if they didn't say what kind of farm animals. it was yeah that's confusing yeah but apparently he was very fond of pauline and was overheard telling her that he was gonna take her away and find her a good family in another town no why would anyone ever say that to a person yeah <laughs> i don't know and who overheard that and was like Oh, that's fine yeah keep him around yeah i don't know let Probably him watch her what I can't understand is letting your two-year-old play outside by themselves. I was going to say that, too. I get it's a different time, but, like, I wouldn't let your son play in my living room by himself. Yeah. So, police arrested this umbrella salesman, but they eventually released him because he had a solid alibi. Okay. Uh, how solid? All it said was that his alibi checked out. Huh. And I was like, what was he doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah can I know what it? was his alibi? Yeah. But, like, what was it, though? <laughs> So then the Townsfolk came up with a theory that a rich couple kidnapped Pauline to replace her with their own daughter who had died. Uh, what? The police didn't believe this. This is just a Townsfolk theory. To, like, pretend that she's still alive. Um, the supposed reasoning was that if it was found out that the daughter was dead, they would lose their inheritance. What? I don't know. Maybe different times. Kids don't give you inheritance. Well, maybe, like, the, okay, think of, like, a rich grandma or something, and or lady, and then her kids get or her kid and another person get married and then she's like i want grandkids or you're cut off and then they have a grandkid and then the grandkid dies and then she's like better not let her die i don't know oh that's weird that was the only like maybe that kind of inheritance that i could think of that's weird yeah the head of the man was never identified and remains a mystery what the fuck yeah pauline's cause of death i mean technically still remains a mystery they kind of had a half-hearted answer for it but, but she froze yeah but well she was missing her head so where's that yeah yeah and the fact that the two must have been moved to that location after the searches had taken place leads me to believe that someone fucking put them there right yeah but that's still a mystery too like that's no one so has weird. found out anything about it and the family the parents and everybody they moved on they buried the the remains. torso or the remains of the little girl in the like a grave or whatever and then they eventually died and were buried with her oh my gosh that's so fucking weird could you imagine not knowing what happened to your kid no no i couldn't and then going through the trauma of all this fucking shit like oh my god we found her oh wait Uh -uh. no we didn't Uh -uh. who the fuck is this guy oh wait here's a body on my farm or like really close to my farm that's so weird how many people were on the farm i bet somebody on the farm did it because they could have hit her while they were looking Mm mm-hmm Cause or been like, don't worry, or... I checked that barn. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 she wasn't in there. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't say how many people, like, worked on the farm or if other people were living there. I know for sure that the family lived there and they had siblings. And the townsfolk people were really involved. Like, yeah. Which, I mean, if it's a small town and this little girl goes missing, it's really good that the town bonds together and, you know, comes to, to help and everything. But to me, it seems like it'd be really easy for someone to hide amongst them. Yeah, exactly. and And people do that all the time even now yeah 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 and like murderers go back to crime scenes and stuff like this person whoever did this if it was a nefarious act which i'm pretty sure it was yeah he was probably in or she was probably involved in like the searching and everything oh absolutely how fucking scary is that or like what if you brought him a casserole like sorry for your loss oh my god fuck that yeah or like if they lived on like a farm that did butchering and shit they probably had a place where they threw carcasses like the You know, like you chop up a cow and you sell the meat and you sell parts of this, but then you sell like the bones and stuff. And I think they have like just a giant pit or like a grinder or something that they throw that in. And then they like use that for either like horse food or some shit or they just trash it yeah if they had the ability to butcher animals then they could have easily hid the head and the feet and hands yeah see but i don't know what kind of farm it actually was that's so weird which if anybody does that's uh let me know it's it's like a flower farm it's a tulip farm well that's kind (laughs) of what my first thought of a farm is like the farms in the desert where it's like fucking lettuce or whatever you know oh like it's a it's a plant i was thinking like cow farm I was Daddy thinking, farm. like, a self-sufficient homestead farm. Oh. Like, it has everything. What is this, Oregon Trail? Yeah, like, <laughs> we don't need fucking... Yeah, we live off of our land. We have goats and, yeah. and cows and... Chickens and, and shit. And, it, and they might have. But if it was, like, a butchered farm, then you never know. Yeah. But, God Because damn. there's been stories, I've heard stories before, I can't remember specifically what they are, but, like, where people dumped bodies in like this giant pit that used to be like a butching house I don't know what they're called like a butchery house butch I feel like yeah all those (laughs) words you're nailing it they were butching in that house (laughs) they do the butching in there (laughs) yeah Yeah. slaughterhouse Yeah, slaughter there you go thank you slaughterhouse and then they (laughs) let you work it out for a while (laughs) Jesus and they just had like a giant hole in the ground and that's where they would throw like the bits they don't want oh and they would throw bodies in there I only think of um I think it was Hannibal where they had the pig pit and he threw yeah. the bodies into oh the pit and they're like you're all hungry yeah fuck that maybe who knows well goddamn goddamn that's a interesting one well now we have dna they should like exhume the bodies and test it <gasps> they should for the public good yeah but all that would say is if it was their daughter or not that well and found- then the man maybe somebody oh maybe yeah he procreated but if he didn't then i guess it ends there and if he didn't have any siblings yeah it'd still be a mystery huh well and he's probably been dead so long i don't know did they embalm in the 20s i don't know because i know once they embalm they lose a lot of dna fun fact salvador dolly was exhumed for some reason and his mustache is still intact oh shit really yeah it's still at the 10 after 10 <laughs> <laughs> pointing <laughs> <laughs> that's very interesting yeah he must have been embalmed yes he was mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy that embalmed him was like uh this is exactly how he looked when i fucking put him down there that's crazy yeah can you imagine that's like, so oh, weird to me that we embalm our loved ones yeah it is like let them go yeah let them disintegrate and do whatever and but go back like, to the earth or whatever reserve them sounds very hippie-ish. i've never seen an exhumed body that's been embalmed like i've seen all like the mummies and shit that yeah. look like don't look like they don't look like skeletons but they don't look like people yeah 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 but like i've never seen like do they literally look exactly how they looked when you put them in there i think so because remember when we went to the bodies museum yeah i think that's i mean that's but not they were like it wasn't like a body that's it was, like like preserved. sliced and diced well, they and... had the ones that were just like playing basketball and shit did they yeah but those was like muscles and stuff it didn't have their skin on them a lot of them had skin on them i remember seeing faces and stuff huh did it have hair yeah Like, I know they had eyebrows, but did they have, like, their full head of hair? Like, it was just a person standing there? Uh Uh-huh. I don't remember that part. Oh, I do, because I remember thinking, that's fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) I like how it was just like, hmm, interesting. They cut that belly button into a square. Missed opportunity. Yeah, (laughs) you really should (laughs) have gone for the circle on that one. (laughs) Or, like, a diamond, at least. Yeah, come on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, on that note. You want to give me your story, Stacey? Hell yeah. Are you ready? I'm so ready. So, this one... Is one that's been, it's kind of a famous one, but I didn't really know anything about it. So, ooh, I'm excited. So, sorry if it's a repeat for some people. And if not, fucking enjoy because it's gross. Ooh, it's right. an intense one. Okay. So, my story is the murder of Kellyanne Bates. Ooh, like Norman Bates? Like Norman Bates, but Kellyanne Bates. Ooh, okay. All right. And I'm just going to kind of jump into it. So, James Smith. Was an unemployed divorcee living in Manchester, England, who had a history of abusing his wives. Yes, wives. He had multiple, and he had a history of abusing them. Well, that's probably why he had multiple, because he was like, they were like, no. And he was like, damn, get the next one. Let me go on to the next one. Yeah. In 1980, his first marriage ended after 10 years because of his abuse to his wife. So she stuck around for 10 years. That's a long time. That's fucking forever. Okay, so then his second wife, who he met she was 20 years old and her name was tina watson and he would beat her regularly Ugh, Even what person e- is like I yeah know. i'm gonna marry you yeah let me just stay with you hey, he probably people. didn't do the beating until after yeah but you have self-worth like yeah. yes you do hey for sure get out of there don't do it seek help yes please so tina watson she would get beat regularly and even while she was pregnant with his child he would beat her oh no he like kicked her in the crotch <gasps> and stuff like oh. weird stuff he even attempted to drown her once oh my god in the sink and she escaped and then the marriage obviously in she- the sink first yeah. of all i feel like i could do some sweet twisty moves to get out of that one. Oh no 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 this one wasn't drown attempted to drown in the sink that's oh. a later one. Oh. So he just attempted to drown her. I don't know the scenario. But then she eventually escapes the marriage. I don't know if she runs away or what she does, but she gets the fuck out of there. Good. Good for her. So then in 1982, James meets 15 year old Wendy Mottershed. Okay. And this relationship was also full of abuse. And on one account, he attempted to drown her in their sink. This is the one who was attempted to be in the sink. I can only imagine she was like doing dishes or something, and he was like, "I'm mad (sighs) about something," and came up behind her and did that. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, who (laughs) knows? Or maybe he like was like filling up the sink, like, "Get over here!" Oh my god, that's like dad's mad. Yeah, but like worse. (laughs) Yeah, don't go over there. Yeah, (laughs) no, I'm gonna stay over here. (laughs) Oh man. Okay, so this relationship eventually ends due to the abuse as well. So he has had three wives. All of them, he's attempted to basically fucking murder by drowning. And they all leave. Good. Good for them. Some of them had babies with him, which is just, like, fucking wild. Yeah. Did they take the babies? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So, in 1993, James meets 14-year-old Kelly Bates. Okay. Enter. 14? Yeah. How old is this guy? Kelly was 14. She was babysitting for some friends. And... That's how her and James met. I guess James was like a mutual friend of the friend she was babysitting for. Uh huh. And he was 45 years old. And the people that she was babysitting for were like, Yeah, James, this is a great idea to date my fucking babysitter. <laughs> I, well, I don't know if that's just how they met and they started talking and then they like talked outside of that or what. I, yeah, exactly. I have no fucking clue how that happened and First how of all, that was okay. We're in our 30s. If you had a babysitter come over who was like, 14 and one of our friends was like i'm gonna get in on that she's hot i'd be like get the fuck out no yeah no hell no first of all that's my babysitter or your babysitter yeah that's not okay no because i want to keep that person around yes and also don't be a goddamn pedophile get the fuck out of here you creep yeah i mean different times right the 80s no this is the 90s it's not that different no it's not that different the 80s isn't even that different oh my gosh like the 20s is different here's what's fucking wild is james was a year older than kelly's dad her own father gross i know i know i know what did the dad think i'll tell you like hello sir so two years later after they meet kelly leaves school she drops out and she ends up moving in with james oh my god gross super fucking gross also where the fuck are the parents so kelly obviously tries to hide the relationship from her parents because it's gross yeah but they soon find out because it's her fucking they're like 15 year old daughter just moved out of the house where the fuck are you living with this man yeah okay what's going on and also, so they- if your 15 year old daughter moves out of the house like that's not a thing no i'd be like no you i can't move know. out i don't understand this so frustrated. Like your story with the two-year-old being left alone. Yeah. This story with like a 15-year-old being allowed to fucking live with a 45-year-old man. Yeah. I'm not saying to be a helicopter parent, but I mean, be present. Yes, please. So... Anyway, her parents are like, we need to get her away from this man because this isn't a good scenario. Good. Which is like, call the fucking cops. Yeah, because that's pedophilia. Yeah. And kidnapping. Yeah. What the fuck? And so whenever she would come around, her parents started to notice that she had bruises popping up on her body. Oh, my God. And she had fucking fingertip bruises around her neck like she had been (gasps) choked. (sighs) And she had a big old fucking black and blue bruise on the side of her face. Oh, my God. And she would just like say oh it was just an accident it was an accident just like how everybody says in these fucking relationships it's not an accident to be choked No, you don't accidentally get choked. (laughs) It's an accident for me to toss the remote onto the couch and it accidentally lands on my husband's crotch. (laughs) (laughs) After that one bounce, you know? Every man is like, no, that's abuse. (laughs) It's not a fucking accident. (laughs) (laughs) He acts like it's abuse. Curls Uh, up on the floor. Out of breath. (laughs) Well, evidently that shit fucking hurts. Yeah. (laughs) That's so I've seen. (laughs) Shouldn't laugh about it. it. (laughs) But also... It's a solid throw to the couch, and then the cushion bounces it. Yeah. That, I can't control that. For sure. That's just a rogue bounce. Mm-hmm. No one can control that. But you that's know? an if accident. If you don't fucking, fucking have telekinesis. Choking someone's not an accident. No. Agreed. So, Kelly ends up quitting her job, which, I don't know what fucking job she had at 15, but she ends up quitting her yeah, job. Yeah, like the soda shop. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the 93. It was the 93. Oh, it was all of the 93. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, God. So, she quits her job, and she starts to, like, disappear out of everybody's lives. Uh And her family would get like birthday cards and Christmas cards, like holiday cards from her in the mail, but they would always be in James's handwriting. It would never be in her handwriting Mm -hmm. because she was fucking basically being held captive. Suspicious. Yep. Her family would come visit her and James would answer the door and say that she wasn't home. And then one time a neighbor came over and was like really concerned about Kelly's well-being and he and the neighbor expressed this concern. And so James was like, "No, no, no! Kelly's fine," and like told her to sh- show her face out the window from upstairs. And she, and that was it. She, she did though. Yeah, like she like her? looked out the window and like waved or whatever she did. And then the neighbor was like, "Okay, I guess she's still alive." Oh my and that god! That was like the end of That's it. That's all that that proves that that she's alive. Yeah, not that she's not being held fucking captive. Yeah, or she's some a shit. prisoner. So on April sixteenth, nineteen ninety six, Kelly is now seventeen years old and. James goes into his local police station and he announces that he had accidentally killed his girlfriend, Kelly, during an argument that took place in the bathtub. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he
0: finally drowned a person. He finally successfully did some shit. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So he claims that she inhaled the bathwater and went unconscious. And then he tried to revive her, but he couldn't. And he also claims that she often pretended to be unconscious. So he was like, probably to stop being beaten by you. I fucking know, right? Like, like that's, it's like playing dead for a bear. That's not normal for somebody to like pretend that shit. Like what? that's not a normal sentence to come out. Oh, she always pretends to be unconscious. Yeah, like, like, that's like not a what thing? That what you would do you say. mean? Yeah. After what? Like just randomly watching TV? Oh, I'm unconscious. Exactly. Or did you just hit her in the head and she's like, oh, I'm unconscious? Just <laughs> kidding, because I didn't want you to hit me a fucking again. Right? Exactly. And he was like fucking annoyed by it. Like, oh, I couldn't tell if she was playing or not because. She always does this shit. She always plays these games. Uh, oh, it's not my normal. fucking god. It's not fucking normal. So the police go to the house and they find Kelly in the bathroom, naked and obviously deceased. Oh, um, Kelly's blood was found. It's going to get intense. Okay. Kelly's blood was found in every room of the house. <gasps> like a lot? Like a lot. And oh no. examination of her body found 150 separate injuries done to her. Oh, my God. 150. It was determined that during the last month of her life, she was held captive and tortured by James. Oh, my God. The last month of her life. A whole month. That's so sad. She'd been... She was just a baby. She was so young. Oh, my God. Okay. It gets worse. She'd been kept bound in the house and sometimes by her hair. (gasps) Like, he would tie her hair to a chair or some shit. Oh, no. He would tie it to a radiator. Oh, or a chair. I wrote both. <laughs> okay. Well, I <laughs> mean, it's way. probably both. Yeah. He probably did both. Holy shit. And she also would be bound by a ligature around her neck that would make her, like, stay in place so she couldn't move. Oh, my God. The pathologist who examined her body claimed that he had seen over 600 victims of homicide and, like, this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And not one victim had this many injuries in his whole career. Oh, so it was that's bad. so sad. So her injuries included... This is where it's like, ugh, I don't feel good. Her injuries included burning of her buttocks and left egg, left leg with hot water. Like oh. she had scald burns on her. Burns on her thigh caused by a hot iron application. Oh my God. A fractured arm. Multiple stab wounds caused by knives, forks, and scissors. Oh, I don't like it. Oh my God. That makes me so uncomfortable. She had stab wounds inside of her mouth. <gasps> What? inside like he stabbed inside of her mouth oh my god you're not gonna like this part both huh. of her hands had been crushed and both of her kneecaps had been crushed Ew. so that she couldn't get away her kneecaps oh crushed. my god that's the worst so that adjective should never follow the word kneecaps just for the record Oh, but that is so awful. Kneecaps are like my least favorite, worst fucking nightmare. I know. I know. That's why I knew it would get you. Ugh. She had mutilation to her ears, her nose, eyebrows, mouth, and lips, and genitalia. <gasps> she also had wounds caused by gardening tools, such as a spade and pruning shears. Oh my God. I don't feel good. I know. This, this is guy making used... uncomfortable. I know. It's almost done. But it, this is the worst part for me anyway, which is why it's listed later. Both of our eyes had been gouged out. <gasps> Uh later stab wounds were done to the empty eye sockets. Ugh. Like they were healing, and then there were stab wounds done to them? Oh, oh my god, my it makes god. me so uncomfortable. Um, wait. Uh-huh. Okay, this is all really awful and it makes me not feel good and I want to throw up. But what did he expect to happen when the police showed up and he's like, she'd drown? Uh I don't fucking know. <laughs> she doesn't know. have fucking eyes. Oh my god, I don't know. She used to have eyes. <laughs> Where did her eyes go? Oh, my God. I don't know what he expected, but he was clearly fucking crazy. The last little bullet here for her injuries included her head had been partially scalped (gasps) as like a form of torture. (sighs) Okay, here's the worst part for me. It was determined that her eyes had been removed no less than five days and not more than three weeks before her death. So she had her eyes removed and then she lived. Oh. for either five days to three weeks she oh, was alive oh fucking awful i literally feel nauseous from like retelling the story uh yeah i can't even imagine when i was through that. researching this i like kept having to stop and i was like this is really fucked up oh could you imagine not having your eyes no and the poor chick was and, like tied up too and, and living and with the person who took them from you oh my god god that she poor had girl. been obviously starved and dehydrated It was determined that the injuries were not the cause of, like, one violent outburst, but instead multiple events that were carried on over, like, a long period of time to deliberately torture Kelly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, why does this guy... Why? Because he's fucking awful. Yeah, but, like, he he beat his previous wives. Is it, like, a sick... He wants to be in control and torture people? Or is it, like she he has some perceived like slight that she did like what? i have no idea it doesn't really explain a very good motive just don't have a girlfriend yeah like or a be wife a fucking cool man yeah live by Tone yourself if you don't think that these people should live with you oh my god he probably was just like a super angry bitter old man god what an asshole holy shit so her official cause of death was drowning they had found that james had beaten her over the head with the shower head and that she either fell in the water and drowned or like because she was like knocked out yeah or he held her there till she drowned again what does he think is going to happen when he goes to the police police? and he's like my girlfriend my fucking torture we had an accident yeah (laughs) there was an argument in the bathtub we had 150 accidents (laughs) like uh, what does he think is gonna happen i don't know what if they were able to revive her it's not like he would still get away with it. It's not like, oh, thanks oh for not letting my torture victim die. Oh, my God. Like, Can you imagine if she had lived through all of that? Holy fucking well, she shit. She lived through most of it. I know. I know. So her death was described as a merciful end to her torment. So it's like her dying was a good thing at this point. I'm Honestly, just... I was thinking like at, at that point. Yeah. Kill me. I would rather... I I mean I don't know I've never been in that situation but at that point like Uh, there's got to be a point where you stop fighting and you're just like fuck it I get a fucking steam burn on my finger and I'm like cut off my arm yeah should I lay down and die now like I cannot imagine yeah Yeah. all of that I can't take a shower for a week oh my god I wish she would have like left oh god what she couldn't Well, I know, but like before all of this, like the first time he ever hit her, just leave. Yeah, or like don't let a second time happen. When an old man came in when you were babysitting, yeah, I was like, "Hey, honey, you should be like you fucking creep." Yeah, get the fuck out of here. So, a psychiatrist analyzed James and found that he had a severe paranoid disorder with morbid jealousy and lived in a distorted reality. Like fucking obviously, but those that's like the official word of what the psychiatrist said about him. Like, yeah morbid jealousy. jealousy yeah isn't that interesting so maybe he was like jealous of well that's why he cut her off from everybody that she yeah could ever talk to yeah i guess i wonder what happened like in his eyes what did she do to deserve all of that yeah right yeah like fucking no okay so james denied the murder of kelly <laughs> and he Whoa. claimed oh my god He claims that she had a really bad habit of egging him on and taunting him to get him riled up. So it's not his fault. And so then he had a really bad habit of gouging out her eyes. He claims that Kelly would injure herself to make it look like James had caused more damage than he actually did. So right there, it's like, okay, he caused some sort of damage. Whether or not she actually did that, because I don't believe she did, but you just admitted that you did some damage to her. You caused damage, so like he gouged out her eyes, but like then she stabbed herself in the eyes. Oh my god! Can we stop talking about that? I can't because that's fucking awful. It's the worst part of this whole fucking story for me, and that she lived without her eyes. Oh my god! And then he would stab him. Okay, see, look, I have this overactive imagination. Yeah, I know, and I just lived it out loud. Okay. So when asked why he gouged her eyes out, he said that Kelly had dared him to do it, to like do her harm. What? The Here's the only scenario I can fuck. imagine this in is like they're arguing and he's like, "I'm gonna gouge your fucking eyes out," and she's like, I "Fucking dare you!" And uh, then he after did. my kneecaps had been crushed yeah. and I had, uh, I don't know, 149 other injuries, you'd be like, "Nah, I think this guy. I'm not gonna call his bluff." <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call that bluff. I'd be like. Please sorry so. i'll make you a sandwich i don't yeah. know what the fuck ever oh do you need me to go to the grocery store I'm oh my never god coming back oh my god it doesn't make me feel good okay so james was tried and it only took the jury one hour to find him guilty of kelly's murder good because fucking obviously and he got life imprisonment with a minimum of 20 years to serve okay i don't know until parole or some shit probably i didn't write the rest of that sentence <laughs> and then after the trial the jury had to receive professional counseling because they saw the photos of kelly's body Aww. and this is some shit that you can google and i haven't no like, i'm not going intentionally to. i googled her name and then on some of them pictures would pop up and there's like one picture of her like body but i looked away so fast and it yeah. was taken from far away so thank god i didn't see anything but that's awful makes me so sick that there's like that shit on the internet <laughs> makes me sick that there's those people in life well that too but i mean that it's like yeah. you know some morbid curiosity part of me wants to see the photos because like what the fuck but then the other part of me is like you will never recover don't look at it and i kind of saw it for like half a second and i'm like nope don't look further yeah how awful for those parents of her oh my god first of all why why did you let her move out well, Why didn't you, like, break those doors down to get her when you couldn't contact her? Yeah. Other than you might think that she wants to be there because that's what they do, right? Yeah. But They, like, tell their family, still, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I want to be here. I love him. Blah, blah, blah. But still, I'd be like, okay, well, listen, you might love him and everything, but you're 14, 15 yeah. or whatever. So you're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah. You still need to live at home and then you can, like, I don't know, he can come over here or yeah. something. Like, yeah. Yeah. Also, he's forty fucking five. Oh God, no! So just I would no. get my ass arrested. I would, I would too. have busted in there, or again. I'd have a, I'd call the police and be like, uh, "This person is holding my daughter. She's only fifteen. I'm responsible for her. She needs to live with me." Yeah, and have them remove her from the house. Oh my God, it's awful. I literally feel nauseous now. Yeah, I don't like any of that. Okay, I'm sorry. That was a really gory one. Yeah, but I kind of like those ones. <laughs> Some sick part of me, yeah. is yeah. Like, what there's I have an, to tell Aaron? <laughs> there's an awful morbid curiosity about it. Ugh. Yeah, but it really does bother me that people like that live in the world. Absolutely. And they're like not all locked up, obviously. Yeah. You know? There's still gonna be more. Ugh. Shit. That's awful. Well, it's god terrible. damn. God. Fucking damn. That's an intense one. Yeah. Both of those suck today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, on that happy note. Yeah, on that note, let's tell people where they can find shit. I'm not putting that picture on the website, so you guys can Google that own, your own shit there. But if you're interested in pictures pertaining to our case, go to isgdpodcast.com. Or you can tweet at us at isgdpodcast. Yep, we're on Facebook and shit, same handle. You can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send us your goddamns oh yeah because we, we got another to... goddamn this week oh good we'll play it after this yeah the last and final thing that you need to do is my most favoriteest thing in the world snail mail at po box 2764 ooh, ooh. spring valley california 91979 actually there's more you have to do if you're interested in some merch go on our website check it out buy some help support us and you should subscribe rate and review and tell your friends about us and all that other shit Seriously, even if you don't like want to review on a platform that you're using because it's hard or you have to log in or whatever, send us an email or tweet or anything just to like let us know that you're listening and you enjoy it because it fucking makes our life complete. It does. (laughs) It makes my whole day better and then my whole week better because I'm like, somebody likes us. Exactly. Validation. So (laughs) so although we want it on those platforms so other people could see it, if you just tell us, it'll make us so happy. That's true. (laughs) okay are you ready for today's goddamn so ready it's a very special one it comes from one of our very awesome amazing listeners jackie lee Ooh, jackie what's up girl and even more specifically it comes from her little daughter oh my god (laughs) i know she got her to do it she got her to do it oh my gosh we're corrupting people oh that's awesome we're corrupting little children i'm so excited okay so jackie have you listened to it erin no yeah neither of us have listened to it we've been waiting for this very moment that you corrupted your sweet, sweet, sweet child. <laughs> your sweet baby. For the benefit of our podcast. We appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, by the way, Jackie's daughter says, don't giggle. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, guess, I guess Jackie had to get her to go into another room to record it. Yeah. Well, I hope Jackie's daughter doesn't listen to our podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> we're for sure going to giggle. If I hear a little baby girl voice, say it. <laughs> I don't know if I can hold it back. Okay. Uh, Oh my God, it's beautiful. What? <laughs> it's like the sound of an angel. Was it an angel? I feel like it was an angel. Okay, ready? Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go. <laughs> It's amazing. She's so sweet. What a little sweetheart. That is the cutest goddamn we've ever gotten. It's like a mouse did it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jackie, for helping to corrupt your children for the benefit of our podcast and a a nice giggle. Yeah, we appreciate you so much. And tell your daughter thank you. And don't ever say bad words again. Yeah not allowed to say that ever again yeah <laughs> those, are, those are mommy words only and also tell her we didn't giggle not at all it was a very serious moment <laughs> oh man well everybody send your goddamn's in we'll play them it's fun yeah we love them it's fun we're having fun god damn it i said it's fun <laughs> have fun with us <laughs> all right guys until next week Bye. bye And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from Murder and Such. My name is Hunter. And I'm Haley. And we're your hosts of Murder and Such, a podcast about true crime, serial killers, and other dark subject matter. Join us while we fill your ear holes with some crappy comedy and disgusting tales. You can now find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all of your podcatcher services. You can like us on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter at Murder and Such. Hope to hear from you guys soon. Bye. Bye.